0: Let's be honest, I can't do small talk, so let's get deep. Welcome to the Into Me I See podcast, where we talk candidly about the human experiences and the intimacies of being you. All right, collectively, we're taking a big, deep breath here.
1: <laughs> we're
0: back for season two. Yep. As you might remember from last week's episode or two weeks ago, uh, we covered what happened in my world for the last six months.
2: Yeah, a lot went down. Lots
0: covered there. Yep. I will say because I am a perfectionist, I just need to revisit this, so mm-hmm. bear with me. Yep. Um, I had lost my train of thought, and I was like, "What? what's the other part of like welcoming people back in mm-hmm. and like creating a safe space? So the, the, the nugget that I have is that I've never had to ask the people who wanted to be there to show up.
1: Mm. It's always been kind of they've been able to pick up the signals or do it automatically. and
0: Yeah, that's the reciprocity. Mm. So you know me. I'm a words of affirmation girly, mm-hmm. and I always like to shower you with them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've never had to ask you to show up. I've never had to ask you to um, be there for me, to say the right things, to do the right things, and... What's I think so important about that is all you need is one, and I have a couple, so I'm I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. But it really goes to show you, you know, when I think that moment, you're like, oh, I just wish they would be this for me, or I wish they would do this, or I wish they would change. Yeah, there are people who naturally just do it. Mm-hmm. That like it just it just happens, and you yeah. don't have to feel um, like that you have to ask for it. So
1: yeah. yeah,
0: thank you for showing up today. Thank you for showing up for season two. It's an honor. We're gonna Pleasure. get into it.
1: Yep. It's about to uh it's about to get real spicy. In I here. know, poor oh, George. Boy. Poor
0: George is nervous. So I'll delay it a little bit. I'll <laughs> delay it one more moment so that we can do our little call to action. Yeah. Um, we wanna thank all of our listeners. We appreciate you so much. We wanna keep this going. Mm-hmm. Like I think you can tell in both of our energies and our voices, we really love doing this podcast. For sure. Um, that being said, it does weigh on our resources. This is all self-funded. Mm-hmm. So we would really, really, really appreciate your support. Yes. Um, please visit our crowdfunding campaign. The link is on the top of our Instagram page. That Instagram is into me, I see underscore podcast. Um,
1: and anything helps like literally we would appreciate it um just the fact that you're listening and tuning in and sharing and supporting um but yeah any any support would be would be very much appreciated and again we just want to be able to provide you with this high quality Mm -hmm. and um in these real conversations and be able to do it uh in a way that's like very genuine for us Mm -hmm. and i think um
0: we want to maintain this exactly. this, this consistency and exactly. this this level. So, you know, obviously we have the studio and all. we do all of it on our own time. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and our first season was completely self-funded. And so, you know, it's something that we kind of had to get real with ourselves. Yeah. It's super hard for me to ask for help. But um, I think that that's what, you know, community is for that I spoke about yeah. in the last episode. So that is all I'm going to take up of that time. And you know what that means now?
1: It's time to get real.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am excited for you to share your story. I feel your nerves. Mm -hmm. And I have shared with you, as we've gone through this and as we've prepared to record this, that the intention here is to share your story because I think other people can relate to it. That doesn't mean that it's any less hard for you to do. So I yeah. want to congratulate you on your courage that you're about to embark on.
1: Appreciate that.
0: And I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to let you take the mic away.
1: Take the lead. Well, um, you know, we've kind of talked about, you know, it's been a, a six-month period, but a lot has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I think last time we spoke, I was getting ready to prepare for a work trip mm-hmm. overseas. Mm-hmm. I had just met someone that um, I was really excited about, mm-hmm. and just giving me a new sense of feelings that are coming about. Especially when I had a very clear kind of mindset about relationships prior to that point. Um, <clears throat> but it's also, I think, this journey in these past six months, although they've definitely been a roller coaster, I'm I'm very fortunate to have people in my circle like you mm-hmm. um, that I could really lean on and I could be vulnerable with, um, especially when I'm very used to the roles kind of being reversed mm-hmm. and I'm used to being the one providing advice and providing counsel and um, just kind of having those like clear, direct conversations with something that's hard. And so mm-hmm. this has been a, a much needed practice for myself and... It really started with um, with the with the lead up to to my trip overseas. Mm-hmm. So um, Australia down under, down under down. to Sydney. Yeah, <laughs> I'm
0: not even gonna do my Australian accent because
1: I've <laughs> embarrassed myself. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I I mean, it was really nice to that trip was amazing, and yeah. it was also kind of a bittersweet situation. So, um, just to kind of catch everybody up. So last uh, spring, I was kind of preparing to um, to go work overseas, spend about. At the time, it was kind of estimated to be two months there, Mm -hmm. Um, but it was still a little up in the air. It could be one month, it could be two. And I met somebody in the Bay Area uh, that I was like just in awe of and excited Mm -hmm. about and had all the bubbly feelings. And um, I know you were, you know, definitely along for the ride and hearing all the updates. And uh, really the surprise for me, I think, especially in hindsight, was – having a prior kind of mindset about relationships, whether I'm uh, kind of putting it off to the universe, like if it happens, mm-hmm. so be it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be intentional seeking it.
0: I also um, feel like you were in a space where you were like, I have to get some of my own stuff situated. Exactly. Yeah. Like I heard from you often like, Oh, I just need to get the job figured out. Mm-hmm. Or I just like, I just need to get this before I jump into the relationships. So.
1: Exactly. And, and I think for, um, I'll speak for myself, but I feel like this is also a thing kind of in the, you know, with men it's, um, our clock is really kind of determined on our situation, our finances, and our career. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's that we are, you know, whether it's unprepared or unwilling to do be committed, but it's like that has a huge role in it because we want to, again, be able to provide in our natural kind of state.
0: It's so funny because women have like a biological clock, but mm-hmm. men for sure have like a financial clock yeah. or like provider clock.
1: For sure. Yeah. and um, And it's real because – I knew that I wasn't necessarily like intentional in that space um, because of like my mindset when it came to relationships. Like, oh, it'll happen when it happens. I also had a lot of um, just negative like self thoughts Mm -hmm. about me and my situation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, being a father, co parenting, um, traveling for work, uh, you know, one month I'm in this state, another month I'm in another state. And so to me, the self talk was, George, like you're not even in the same place. Mm -hmm. So how could you provide? How could you uh, be your best self? How could you be a partner to somebody? Mm -hmm. Right. And so having that thought uh, enough times will kind of like sink into your subconscious. Right.
0: I would hear from you often like, well, if someone would accept me for this or some, and I like, I would always stop you and I'd be like, what? Like,
1: yeah,
0: that to me, that's crazy because I think that there's things that anyone has to navigate if you're like a partner to someone and like mm-hmm. your dimensions and your facets I don't think are I don't think mm-hmm. are non-negotiables but you really
1: yeah had it's that the, pretty
0: cemented in your psyche
1: for sure um and it really it came to a head in like in a very serious way because when I met someone that I you know, very common like analogy kind of like the the Grinch, right? Your heart starts to grow and I like, have these new feelings of like, why am I feeling so like bubbly and um I why knew am it I? Was,
0: like, real when he would send me screenshots of their of their text messages, <laughs> I was like, Oh, he <laughs> he's in love, love.
1: I was like, What is he this is, feeling? He is
0: shouting it from the rooftop. <laughs> Not actually, but like Yeah.
1: But it was it was going down. And um I think Me being kind of in my head and, again, kind of having those subconscious thoughts, uh, a little bit of, like, self-sabotage, like, started to grow. Like, those seeds started to be planted. So, Mm -hmm. um, meeting somebody in a different city that I don't live, uh, communicating that, hey, you know, in a very short period of time, like, I'm going to be in a whole different country Mm -hmm. and being so nervous Mm -hmm. to have that conversation, Mm -hmm. I think because it's... I'm assuming that this is going to be some detachment. I'm assuming that this is not going to work. I'm assuming that this person is going to hear this news and be like, hey, I wish you the best, George. That's I'll holler at you. And, um, and so I kind of was, you know, being in a sense like a chameleon, right? So I, I, w- I want to be comfortable in the idea of be present here. Enjoy this. Like these feelings that you're feeling are real. Uh, accept them. Embrace them. But then the other side it's like, George, like, you got to figure X, Y, and Z out. You got to get ready for this trip. You don't even know how long you're going to be there. That's all weird and uncomfortable. So prepare for the news, which is for sure coming of like, hey, eh, I'm going to bow out of this. Let me know when you've kind of figured some things out. Mm. Maybe at some future point, this can be, I, I will be worthy of this, mm-hmm. right? And so kind of playing those two fields. But essentially before uh, leaving overseas, uh, her and I had made a decision to, like, okay, are we gonna try this? Are we gonna be exclusive and mm-hmm. like really do this? And decision was yes. And for me, leading up to that point, I kinda wanted that answer like a little quote unquote sooner. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted to make sure that um that it was mutual, right? Like am, am I feeling these feelings or are you? And I don't wanna like who's gonna say I like you, I love you first type situation. And it's I like just,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> time out for a second here because here's the thing that I think we've gotten to as a dating culture is like the act of nonchalantness and mm-hmm. being like, who can care less? Yeah, And like, that's the winner, which is such a grotesque wild. way of thinking. Like to care about someone, to express that, mm-hmm. that's not weakness. Mm-hmm. That's very empowering and that's really what life is about so my question for you is as you were navigating this like exclusivity what are we who initiated these conversations Mm
1: -hmm.
0: how how did that look in your relationship
1: yeah so um it was so before i left you know we we'd met we'd known each other for essentially like two months Mm -hmm. a solid two months Mm -hmm. and of that time i'd say about half of it we actually spent together like in the same city, but obviously daily communication. Um I think for I think I definitely initiated that conversation more often, primarily so that I could just kind of quiet that noise and that 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 subconscious thought of like Georgia's gonna come to an end at some yeah. point. So like get ahead of it or press it or see if there's any truth to this. Versus like just being present and enjoying it, um, which was some of like a lot of the verbiage that she was saying, mm-hmm. and I think I initially took that as like, oh, okay, I can t- I could take a deep breath. I don't necessarily have to answer this question right now, uh, right now today. But also, it's like, hmm, um, is it is it desired on the other side? Like, are, are we are we being present so that That's so
0: interesting? You know,
1: like so that we can maintain our space and yeah. our fluidity, right? And so. Um so
0: it really wasn't like I want to be exclusive. You were like, do you want to be exclusive? Like did you did you like put the ball in her court and expect you to like be it served back to you or did you stay solid and you're like this is what I want?
1: I think it was like putting the ball in the court like
0: Oh, George.
1: Like, hey, like <laughs> do you want to try this? Are we going to do this. Um and we had, you know, people around us that could clearly see that we had a lot of love for each other. Mm-hmm. Um and again, I, I had experiences that were so new, mm-hmm. um, especially at this stage in my life where I can be honest with myself and understand kind of what's happening. But it's also like, is this really happening? Mm-hmm. Oh shit, like um, the anxiety kind of comes with that too. And so part of me trying to like feel it out and put the ball in the court is like, I kind of just, I'm, I'm freaking out over here, but I don't want to tell you I'm freaking out. So I want to remain cool and nonchalant. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And like
0: we will be chalanting from this day forward.
1: <laughs> for real. <laughs> um. But you oh, know,
0: I think too when you when you have lost love, I think we've both gone through major heartbreak. Yeah. Knowing what it what it takes to recover from that, yeah. I think is what instills a lot of fear in us. Yeah. Because for sure, ultimately, like true love and to find someone is rare mm-hmm. and. You want to hold on to it, and mm-hmm. you want to, like, make sure it doesn't go anywhere. Exactly. And yeah. Exactly. I think that's what you were experiencing. Mm-hmm.
1: And it was also, you know, to provide a little backstory, I mean, um, I was actually supposed to go on this work trip the month before her and I met, right? So mm-hmm. this is, like, we're going back almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, okay, getting ready for this trip. It was kind of the, the balance between, oh, it's going to be a work trip, but also, like, I'm going to Sydney. Like, I'm trying to have fun. I've uh, Australians are are beautiful people, and I've mm-hmm. met a few um, throughout my day, and I'm like, wow. And
0: notorious for partying. Notorious for partying,
1: and they, <laughs> like, they're, I always, like, they are how I've always had like, a great time with sure. my Australian For sure, like, I've never had a bad time with Australians, yeah. right? And so kind of looking forward to that and, like, almost forgetting about that whole thing that's, that's on the horizon and it's like, oh, well, my world has kind of been shook now. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I have somebody that I care about, mm-hmm. and how am I going to weave this in mm-hmm. to how life is going right now? Um, But also being with somebody that is disclosing to me, like, hey, I have these certain traumas, I have these certain um, desires of you, and a lot of them revolve around, like, consistency and abandonment and um, just being safe. And so me wanting to kind of hold on to that and capture this moment, it was – I was entered in my sort of, okay, well, just be the reassurance that this is real in your communication um in your verbiage and your actions um but to be honest with you like the the few weeks leading up to me leaving it was like it was it was high stress it was it was tense and I think part of my desire to like put a label on this is this is tense and weird right now so I feel like it's tense and weird because we haven't put some type of label on this yeah. so at least it's kind of how i'm operating right
0: you guys were also trying to fit a lot of i would say relationship milestones into a short yeah. period of time granted i think that there was just naturally some of the cycles that were happening in your mm-hmm. lives mm-hmm. but i also think that it created this sense of urgency yeah to accomplish things before you left yeah to like get some Yeah. More like sturdy foundation to the relationship.
1: Exactly. Because you would call
0: me like on a day-to-day basis and you'd be like, okay, well, this is the next development and you know, how, how Mm. how should I navigate this? Yeah. I was like, this is a lot. (laughs) Like, I was like, I am so happy for you. And like seeing George in love, like for as long as I've known you, Mm -hmm. like it was a different energy for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But at one time, I think I said to you, I was like, I'm telling you this because I care about you. Mm -hmm. This is really fast. And I'm yeah. not a person who's like I don't like I don't care about time really. Like mm-hmm. I think that you could fall in love with someone in a night and I think yeah. you could fall in love with someone in a year.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't think time necessarily is is the determining factor, but I literally was like happy for you. Yeah. And it's fast.
1: Yeah, for sure. And you know, it was Like, I was was almost like, it was just such a new feeling and experience, but it was also very jarring because it was like, I was in a trance. I couldn't really think about anything else. Mm -hmm. It was, I was making decisions based on like, okay, when am I going to get back to the Bay? Uh Or, okay, I I know I need to use this week to like go get some family time in, but also how can I squeeze that into? And like you said, there were like some big milestones that happened very, very quickly Mm -hmm. um, in getting to know one another. And again, having that kind of back fear of like, well, You kind of better enjoy this now before like shit hits the fan or before you get some bad news that you're kind of planting seeds for so um so again so the weeks leading up to it there's a ton of anxiety and and we kind of make the decision to be exclusive but i i know that decision was um it was kind of based on what was happening it's like you know i've had friends that i've talked to this about uh, on on the male side and they were like well hmm like I wonder why it happened right before you left why would why wouldn't that happen sooner right if you're both moving and operating as such and I think that's a fair fair point and fair question but um once I got there I knew there was still like a lot of like remnants of this feeling and I instantly went into like mm, this isn't going to happen like George just you're there and some, some signs have been kind of given to you that are like, mm, I don't know if she can do this. Um, and we'd had conversations on like, you know, my first few days there, it was like, okay, our, our, our communication is kind of becoming farther and farther apart. Uh, I am kind of trying to give her information in terms of like, hey, I'm doing this this weekend, I'm doing this and um, just so that I can kind of be transparent. But also I had made. A decision um, about a month into us dating, that like I was gonna be off the apps, right? Mm-hmm. And part of me doing that was like, okay, let's see if you can like, how does this feel to really like let go and try to see what this like being committed like of uh, uh, energy is like. But then I get to Australia and I just literally, I I kind of see the writing on the wall. I don't want the possibility of finding true love to be gone and to miss me. But I also had this, like, desire to make sure this trip was enjoyable. And um, and what's so wild about this whole thing was what I really, really wanted to say before taking off was, hey, I am terrified. Mm. We are moving really, really fast.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I hate that I cannot give you concrete answers right now.
2: Mm-hmm
1: it makes me feel like that's not what you deserve based on Mm -hmm. communication we've had, based on things that you brought to my attention. Mm -hmm. So I then choose to enter into this reassurance like, well, I'm going to say whatever I need to say to maintain that safetiness. Mm -hmm. Even if what I'm saying isn't really how I'm feeling.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right? So that's like, I'm already down.
0: Would you say it was like putting the needs of someone else ahead of the needs of yourself?
1: For sure, um, it was it was definitely like I have a very big like people pleasing kind of part of me that um, you know after you know through the recent months of therapy and this is this came up um, when I ended my prior relationship you know mm-hmm. four almost five years ago where you know I was with somebody for you know almost seven years got engaged called that off and I was in such a dark place. Uh, and I realized that I was just becoming a different person. Mm-hmm. So that's how far the people-pleasing had gone. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even recognize myself and what I enjoyed anymore. I had to, like, kind of learn myself again. Mm-hmm. And so even though I didn't necessarily have, like, there wasn't enough time in for me to feel as, like, dire about this, mm-hmm. it's the the reason why I felt so heavy was because I think, like, well, for sure, in a, in a you know, three, four years. Like, that was the first time I actually fell in love with someone. Yeah. And not like, you know, first relationship I had started dating when we started dating when I was 21, right? So, like, uh, you, kind of, you know what love is, sure. Yeah. I don't want to, like, yeah. age, discriminate. It's but almost like,
0: like love by choice. Yeah. Like, love, even... Though I know how bad it hurts, because mm-hmm. like we talk about like high school love, and I do think that that's a form of love like i I did love my high school boyfriend, yeah, but I loved him because there wasn't any baggage mm-hmm. <laughs> attached to it. there wasn't any heartbreak like yeah. yeah it was it was pure
1: it was pure and it was um quote unquote like lower stakes, you know, mm-hmm. and so I think at this stage in our life where you know, people, we generally know what we want. We know what we bring to the table. And we also have an idea of what work still needs to be done here too, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm in Sydney and I am, again, like just providing reassurance, providing reassurance. There was a conversation where we had where I was like, mm, this doesn't feel right. And I immediately like, I removed myself. I mentally detached. Didn't communicate that though.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Instead, my actions showed that. Mm-hmm. So I started being a little bit more social. I start um I get on the dating apps while in Sydney. I Pause. <laughs> Yeah, like it was it, it was such a it was in you know like obviously looking back at it it's like wow like what was going on really because that's a stark that's like jumping to the other side. And that was a like self-soothing trying to like know that your heart is about to be broken so like let me get ahead of it but also like let me work on healing it and uh, one of the phrases that um you know i learned from you was like people are not band-aids right and if if you are feeling unsettled deal with that directly with the individuals involved do not bring others or environments or situations or substances to try to heal that
2: Mm -hmm.
1: conversation that you're trying to just duck right and especially when we're talking about people, especially when we're talking about the idea of committing yourself to somebody like this is not a game to be played with. This
0: is not a game. And that's something that you and I have like, this is not a game. Yeah. And and people get hurt. And when we talk about hurt, it's real. And I think that that karma and that energy is can weigh on someone mm-hmm. for a really long time. So I think. I think one of the lessons that you and I have learned in this past six months is that intentionality of moving and yeah. how it affects others, and that doesn't mean that you have to people please, yeah. but you have to be responsible for your actions. Exactly. So can I can I just go back to the dating app yeah. in Sydney?
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> because this is why I'm your homie. Yeah, I'm gonna hold you accountable for sure. This is the first. This is the first infraction. I would say that I was like. Ah, don't love that. Mm-hmm. Don't support that. That is, that is not how we deal with things. Can you talk to me about, I think when, when I set up this episode, mm-hmm. one of the things that I said was this helps people. Yeah. I, I want this conversation to help someone. Yeah. When you're making a decision like that, does your consciousness- like how much does your consciousness play in like are you th- are you, like i get that da- downloading is like just a few taps away yeah but like in in your mind in mm-hmm. your heart is there some part of you that's like bro what are you doing
1: for sure okay and it's it's bro what you doing and also it's convincing myself that for some reason this is okay mm-hmm. right because if like somebody were to explain the story to me, like I'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's 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 a, that's an error. That's an error. That's an error." But like when I'm in it, for some reason I can't see through that lens, or for some reason I think it's acceptable, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's that's. I mean, that decision was based out of fear, out of mm-hmm. shame, out of um not feeling like I can be honest about hard things, which up until that point I feel like I had more or less handled like Mm -hmm. because i've had hard conversations before i've had hard shit happen before in my life and i've had to just be honest and 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 meet it head on but in for some reason in this case it was like nope that's out the window i'm gonna start like playing this this losing game right and the sad part about it is somebody like beautiful and somebody dope um was hurt by this Mm -hmm. and affected by this and it's it's really the hardest pill to swallow because
0: well there's a little bit more to this story yeah. about being hurt. So you get on the apps. Mm-hmm.
1: I get on the apps and I think so a couple of things that happened. So there were people that I reached out to or friends of friends that I connected me like, hey, when you know, in this time of time, I'll link up with this person, link up with this person. So I was like definitely being very social, but when it came to the apps, I knew like. Obviously, I'm an American traveling, and so there's some, like, implications of, like, oh, you're just kind of here for a good time, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, what's so crazy about this is I was originally on the apps in Sydney months before this mm-hmm. because, again, I was getting ready to go there. He was and
0: doing a little, was a little pre-scout. A little pre-scout. <laughs> a
1: little pre-scout. Let me see what the field's looking like out there, right?
0: <laughs> Remember and- when COVID first hit and <laughs> Tinder had the um, passport where you could, like, swipe anywhere in the world? Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So like yeah change that your location right and start seeing what the town's looking like and so to, so to be so to be actually doing that um not have the the trip you know happen when it's supposed to happen meet somebody that like oh shit like mm-hmm. kind of stops me in my tracks a little bit and then but not flush out the the thoughts and the ideas of like oh shoot I'm about to go to a new country and enjoy myself whatever that means but like in a in a like very liberating way, so to speak. But it's like, oh, my situation has changed now, so therefore I need to change that idea or that um, that perspective. And when I think about this trip, right? But again, while I'm out there and I'm maintaining communication and I'm providing quote unquote reassurance with what I'm saying,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's not matching the actions, mm-hmm. right? So there were um, there were essentially. I met with three individuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of them,
0: and we're uh, gonna call it what it is. Yeah,
1: two of them met uh, over coffee. Mm-hmm. Very honest in terms of like, I'm here for. I'm here for literally a couple for more a good weeks.
0: Not long time
1: for sure, but not disclosing that. Like clearly, there's somebody back in the states that I'm exclusive with and I'm interested in and I want to build a connection with. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, let kind of those two interactions slide, but again, like felt very like, uh, George, that's, that's not you. That's not, that's not right. And rather than being honest and being truthful, it's like, nope, we're, we're on the slippery slope and we're just going to ride this thing out. And that's such a selfish mm-hmm. mindset to have.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And from like so many different angles, selfish in the sense that I'm not even giving this other individual the respect to be honest and to be share what's going on, especially when we've had, you know, a couple conversations talking about like, like, hey, like, this is fun for now. But if ever we get to a point where we don't want to do this, like, let's just be real with each other. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you're in those moments where it's like, mm, this feels off and then like not following through on that, like, that is it's embarrassing, mm-hmm. you know, Um And so the third date that I went on, uh, I met somebody and we actually um, linked up twice. Mm -hmm. And the second time we linked up, we were physical, Mm -hmm. right? And so felt, you know, like immediately like after it happened, obviously you have that like guilt that comes in. And then it's like, how is this going to be reconciled? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And kind of have a decision to make. Either you're going to be the reconciler. Or you're going to, have to decide to like rush us under the rug and like act like it never happened, mm-hmm. but from the moment that happened, like part of me just knew that a couple things one, I'm not really ready for a relationship two even though hmm, just realizing that. the stars can align and you can still fuck it up. You know, like, um, things that you didn't believe were possible can be placed into your lap and if you're not intentional about them and if you don't treat them as such, like, they will leave you and they will be gone and you won't have really the opportunity to, um, to really receive what's meant, right? And, um, you know, in getting back to the States and I just um, want
0: to pause. Like I feel for you. I can feel, I, I don't know if you guys can sense it, but like remorse and guilt and shame. So I want to thank you so much for sharing because I know that this is a lot for you yeah, yeah. and it also doesn't exonerate you from the choices that you make,
2: Yeah.
0: you know? And so that I'm proud of you and we're just going to, yeah, Take a deep breath because it's out there now. It's out there.
1: (laughs) Take a little deep breath. Yeah. Um, You know? It's, it's, um, oh man, like, it's, it's especially like for so long, um, you know, after, so when I, so to kind of continue the story, came back to the States um, and you know she had brought this things like this to my attention like hey are you are you out there having a little bit too much fun are you on the apps and i'm responding with like nope I'm lying right and so just again so many infractions and um when it finally kind of came to light it was i mean i've never experienced anything like this and um uh, the amount of like instant, well, it's it's a death, right? It's mm-hmm. it's a, it's a death of what could be. Mm-hmm. It's a death of every positive moment that you've had before with this person. Mm-hmm. It's a death of all the future plans that you made and you'd you'd been excited for. Mm-hmm. And it's an it's an acknowledgement that things will never be the same. Mm-hmm. And um, like that was that is. Um, it's this it's one of the saddest it's one of the saddest things because it's like nobody to blame here nobody to look at or nobody to um like rely on other than like man you got to own this mm-hmm. and um and to be honest like if i if a part of me was capable of doing that then like that version of me didn't deserve her from the beginning right like it was, it was, um, uh, it was, uh, and in, and, and when we had this conversation and we talked about what was happening and I like the look on her face, mm-hmm. right? And just knowing that again, like things will never be the same and there's no going back. Um, but it's also like, it immediately was followed in by hate, which made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And so I had to just let that be. Um
0: Because you want to respond with I mean, it, it's natural to be in a defensive
2: mm-hmm.
0: position in yeah. in that scenario.
1: Yeah. It's it's natural to be defensive and it's but it's also like when you're wrong you're wrong mm-hmm. you know and you and the thoughts of even trying to cuz there were so many things that were like said that weren't true there were so many things that were said were extremely on hurtful on her part okay um and that's not the time to uh to try to like thoroughly explain or correct mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. That's the time to like make space for what's happening right now. That's because the time you can't you like take it. Yeah, you can't control anybody's response. Yep. You can't control how somebody's gonna feel. Um, and it was just really sad to see someone that you love in so much pain. Um, and not not just regular pain, like. There's the betrayal, there's the lying, there's the manipulation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's almost like, like how could you do that? Mm-hmm. Um and it's and to not have in that moment like clear reasons and things to just say, mm-hmm. it just made it so much worse, you know, because it's like, yeah, there was absolutely no reason for any of this. Mm-hmm. And again, had 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 honesty and had the truth been a part of it from the beginning, like even that ten seconds of being uncomfortable or saying something that may not go in your favor, mm-hmm. that pales in comparison to to making the wrong decision, to hurting someone, to um, to dealing with the shame and, and, you know, I've, I I mean, stabbed myself a thousand times Mm -hmm. for this. And it, I mean, I'm still in it. I'm still going through it. Um, but it was also in that pain. It was the realization that like, wow. Okay. So there's still some work to be done here. Mm -hmm. There's still some, some areas that I need to improve. Mm -hmm. And, regardless of, like, how I may feel or how I may come off in terms of <clears throat> being a a good partner, to be frank, some of it was just, like, I didn't have a lot of love for myself.
0: Mm-hmm. If You I, said you weren't ready to be in a relationship. Like, that was a realization. What about you wasn't ready?
1: Like, the relationship that I want... Um, I acknowledge that there will be ups and downs. I acknowledge that things will be will will not go my way. But the thread in all of that is honesty. Mm. And so damn, I don't even have the thread here. So none of the romantic things, none of the good things, none of the the things that we 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 thirst for as human in that connection in my opinion are like realistic and lasting. Um, if you don't have this baseline foundation of honesty, mm-hmm. and because my actions and what happened didn't show that it, to me, it was very clear. Like, oh no, well, <laughs> you can't even be honest with yourself,
2: mm-hmm.
1: let alone someone that you love, mm-hmm. and you want to be in a relationship. I'm like, nah, bro, take twenty five steps back, <laughs> you know. Um, and it was, it was, it was really sad because i I mean, I have so much love for this woman mm-hmm. um she's shown me things that I didn't even know were possible, and again, to like, damn, I can hurt somebody like that mm-hmm. uh it's just like it's no way mm-hmm. it's just it's immediate punishment, it's immediate negative thoughts, it's immediate um. It's such a loss in every sense for me. Um, And especially right after that happened, there were so many things that I wanted to say Mm -hmm. and so many conversations that I wanted to have. But I also knew that now was the time for distance and silence Mm -hmm. and to sit with this Mm -hmm. process. Um, And it took me probably... At least 30 some days, like a month and a half, just to wake up and not hate myself. And
0: I got the text message from you. I was in Europe and I remember getting the message, and it was like, Hey, AQ, it's over. We broke up. And I literally like tripped on the cobblestone Mm -hmm. because I was so taken aback with like, because we had conversations. This prior, and what I loved hearing about was some of the intentional ways that you were trying to rebuild the connection. Yeah, but what I think, and I think a lot of people can relate to, and this is why I am obviously going to be your friend and I'm going to see you through this, but I'm going to hold you accountable. Mm -hmm. Is that I mean, we've said it, but this is not a game, yeah, and people are not band aids, yeah, and I think that those. Like those have to mean something mm-hmm. if we're going to conduct ourselves appropriately,
1: exactly, yeah, and I think because like immediately following it, I was like, okay, well, I know that out of respect, mm-hmm. um my only job here is to acknowledge. And accept what happened, own it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: ensure that I am conducting myself in a way that's respectful mm-hmm. as as much as I can be in this in this phase. Um, but also like as much as I wanted to reach out, as much as I wanted to provide more context, mm-hmm. um, I'd reach out to you many times and like, you know, what do I say? When when would be a good time to like re-engage? And I had I had written um, a lot of thoughts down and what Eventually, kind of became a letter to her, Mm -hmm. and I was so um, there was so much like unresolved energy Mm -hmm. that like I could feel Mm -hmm. like every morning, every night, halfway through the day, and there was this burning desire to just do something with it. Mm -hmm. And you'd made a comment to me to the effect of like you sending a letter to someone, especially someone that you've hurt, is like a transference of energy that like you i don't necessarily have the right to just do that right and sure it could be an action that's done and there could be a quote-unquote end result but for me that visual, that visualization of like me pushing something to somebody else Mm -hmm. that's what really like snapped me back into like oh shit yeah that's not a it's not a move that's respectful
0: you get so like it's like a teapot right and Mm -hmm. like the pressure builds up the the anguish the hurt it builds up and you want to transfer it especially mm-hmm. to the person who's the reciprocal energy of that yeah and like that's not her responsibility to take yeah and like i just said to you like you have to sit with that and mm-hmm. like you don't get to disrupt her day right now you yeah. don't get to make her upset because yeah. you've already done that mm-hmm. so like stop
1: yeah hurting yeah someone yeah and um I mean, I And from her of,
0: point, I know how good it feels to want to still get that text message because I know what it feels like. I still want to hear from the person that hurt me. Mm-hmm. I know that. But it's gonna be that band-aid on a wound and it's not gonna it's not gonna mm-hmm. heal the wound. That wound yeah. is still gonna reopen and it's just gonna yeah. be a very temporary yeah. um alleviation of it.
1: Yeah. And you know, like very good point because not only is this a wound, like this is like a it feels like such a deep cut, yeah. you know, and it just feels like it's irreconcilable. Yeah, and that's a um,
0: and this was like how long ago, like the the breakup.
1: Um, wow, let's see, uh, almost four months ago.
0: Okay, so you had four months, and you spent some time apart. Yeah. But ultimately, you were led to the decision to reach out, which happened pretty recently. And so yes. I think there was enough there was enough time that had passed. Mm-hmm. There was enough, um, I would say, like, calmness on the situation. It wasn't yeah. as hot to the touch anymore. So you ultimately did have what yeah. you would call kind of a final conversation. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah okay.
1: for sure. And, um, you know, because th- throughout this time, I knew I needed to f- work through this with somebody. So um, got back into therapy and had some just very real sessions and uh, also wrote a lot um, mm-hmm. just to get everything out of my head mm-hmm. and just look at it and be like, okay, well, not so much like why did this happen, George? Why did you do this? It's like how did this happen? Like mm-hmm. what, were the, what were the environments that led to this? And like d- start dissecting them one at a time. And so that's really where the awareness came to be like, well, like, there were there were opportunities along this path that you just t- made the wrong move. And that snowballs into, like, having the comfort with myself because if I truly love myself, if I truly was comfortable with myself, if I wasn't worried about solving a bunch of problems that, quite frankly, like, were really in my head, weren't necessarily communicated to me, like, moves would have been made differently Mm -hmm. and so oh shit well how do i get back to that Mm -hmm. and remove the things that allowed me to make that wrong move and um there's definitely like obviously childhood trauma related to this there's shame related to this there's a deep deep sense of worthiness Mm -hmm. related to this um because again i've kind of written off relationships right so why would somebody write off the opportunity to experience love, the opportunity to be loved, the opportunity to grow with someone? Like, does that person love themselves? Like that's mm-hmm. a realistic question that I had to answer. And initially it was no. Mm-hmm. So um it was the sad acknowledgement of like, wow, George, like, why is it so hard for you to believe the positive things that are said about you on such a consistent basis? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because like, I, I'm, I'm more inclined to listen to the negative parts about me than anything else. Like Mm -hmm. they, they resonate with me. Um, they, they, they influence a lot of my decisions. And so just the awareness of like, okay, literally that did an exercise where I literally wrote them all down. Okay. Just get it all out. How do you, what's the, what's the bad shit that you think about yourself? Your limiting um, beliefs, yeah, yeah, and um, there was an exercise that, um, you know, somebody had told me about. The, like, you can name that person mm-hmm. that has those negative thoughts. So, it just allowed me to really see it and be like, "Oh shit, okay, do I actually believe that? No, well, that's wild to believe." So, when that thought happens again, you can like, like laugh at it or acknowledge and be like, "Oh, interesting. Keep it moving mm-hmm. because that's not my true." like feelings about myself,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, but it was also how do I ensure that my like uh, core beliefs and my alignments and my, my integrity and my principles never, ever get questioned again?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What's the work to get to that point? Mm-hmm. Because I can sit here and and lay on this, what felt like a grave, and I can – continue to beat myself up i continue to have these negative thoughts about myself i can continue to try to punish myself for this um but the george that everybody sees like he doesn't deserve that Mm
2: -hmm.
1: like the george that's gonna have to raise this young man like he doesn't deserve that Mm -hmm. and a really uh close friend of mine was like hey george like i I mean, I, I told them what happened and um everybody that I told about this story when they saw me, like they were like, You look different, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never seen you look like this. Mm-hmm. And so I guess the silver lining in that was like, wow, I was really not aligned. Because if 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 this didn't mean shit to me, if this was a normal practice of my life, I would have gotten responses like, well, makes sense that you did that. Right. Or, yeah, you are an asshole. Sounds about so right. Sounds about, sounds right. about yeah, right, yeah. right. And I was met with just like shock, mm-hmm. shock after shock after shock. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, shit. Okay. <sighs> okay, I'm not that person. Okay, well, if these things still happen... Like You're
0: not that person outwardly, yeah, but internally, there's 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 a conflict with... Yeah.
1: There's a battle going on. Yeah. Right? And I need to be able to recognize the parts of me that led to this action and make a decision is this part of me coming with or does he die today Mm -hmm. and do the work you know to to remove that and Mm -hmm. so just I guess again having that space um, having that continued um, like work towards it writing these thoughts down um, uncovering some of the reasons why I don't have a positive view on myself. Like These were all things that needed to happen that, again, shed light on the how. Mm-hmm. And over time, a couple months, I got to a point where I really wanted to provide some of this information mm-hmm. to the person that I hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, For n- really no other reason than just I want to be able to provide some t- type of like, nugget in the healing process that we both have to go through. Mm-hmm. There's no timetable for this. And we're, I'm going to have to live with this for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, again, just had this unresolve. Uh, and so about, like, three months after we broke up, um, it was like, okay, this is the amount of time that um, we've both... Have known each other. Yeah. And this is the same amount of time that we've had no contact.
2: Mm-hmm. So oh, for wow. me, it was
1: also like, wow, like, yeah, shit. Like that is a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. And um, a close friend of mine, um, he was like, Look, man, you still want to talk to her? You wanna say something to her? Send the send her the text. Yep. One of two things is gonna happen. Yep. She's never gonna hit the for you, you can move on, yep. or she will. And I reached out. She responded, which led to a two-hour conversation that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a chance to really just again acknowledge and apologize mm-hmm. and reaffirm like this had nothing to do with you, mm-hmm. but I am deeply saddened that obviously this had an effect on you, and I'm and I'm going to have to live with this. Mm-hmm. Um And it left with like we're not like close or anything. There's no expectation from this. I just wanted to. Just, again, resolve. And after that conversation, us texting each other like, wow, she sent me like, wow, I didn't realize I needed that conversation. Yeah. And now it's not necessarily like the pathways to us are open. It's just more like we can both move on. Whatever that looks like Yeah, is what it's going to look like. Yeah. You know? Um, And...
0: There's that sigh.
1: Yeah. Like, like yeah. uh, it was... Like I could breathe the next day. Yeah. You know? And it was kind of that moment where like, okay, my gut was correct, but that energy that I felt was correct. And it was felt on the other side. Because when you wanted to
0: talk to her before, there was this like urgency. Yeah. And it's if there's that urgency, that that energy is 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 it's not gonna unfold
1: yeah. correctly. Right.
0: Yeah. If if you're calm. And you can give it space and you can give it time. I think a conversation like that is much more appropriate. And for someone who has been in her position, Mm -hmm. a lot of times, like even hearing the why, it might not soothe everything, but it's really um, healing to hear someone take accountability for the yeah. hurt that they've caused. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately we're human beings and we yeah. do mess up. But I, I do believe in the power of communication and conversation and yeah. at least a sense of of peace. Yeah. Because resentment and all of those nasty emotions, those are really heavy things to carry around for both of you on yeah. both sides. So, yeah. I mean, you have been in it. I can attest that you are absolutely doing the work. I know that mm-hmm. you are still in it and there's yeah. still parts of it.
1: Yeah. And shout out to my therapist, man. Like, <laughs> man, he has been a blessing because, you know, like we've talked about, we've had episodes on therapy and just having the space to get some of these things off the chest, but also just reminding me that like I am a human being, mm-hmm. and it is n- it is my it is my job to exist. Mm-hmm. It's my job to to feel the feelings. It is not to present or believe that I need to uphold some some unrealistic like standards. It's my job to like be truthful with myself, and then allow the rest to unfold. Mm-hmm. So at this stage, you know, it's given. It's been a few months. I still like am in my healing process for sure, mm-hmm. and um, there's still a ton of work to be done but at least i am walking forward mm-hmm. you know i'm not i'm not stagnant i'm not curled up in a ball anymore and it took it took a while like mm-hmm. and i'm still kind of I, I have those moments where i just
0: they catch you out of the blue too yeah, you. you'll be walking down yeah. a hallway and you'll like you'll want to like fall over cuz you're like ow my <laughs> <Yeah>. heart hurts <laughs> yeah yeah
1: and it's uh, you know it's the subtle reminders yes. right like um and, again, it's it's the acknowledgement that like, wow, this is going to be with me forever. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be an experience that I can pull from mm-hmm. that's going to allow my higher, better self to be able to move freely. And, like, what a blessing because, I, you know, she was brought into my life, I believe, to show me that, like, George, the way you think about yourself is incorrect. I agree. She was also brought into my life to show me, George, if you're not intentional, if you're not moving correctly, if you're not... If your actions don't align with your words, mm-hmm. shit will hit the fan, mm-hmm. and you will be in such a a mis such and such misalignment that it will rock your world. Like, mm-hmm. and that's real. And so, having that real awareness with an experience, like it's 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 I have to be able to say this and say this and believe it. Like, this will help me be who I'm supposed to be, and I cannot wait to walk in that energy and in that in that um, acknowledgement, and I'm excited to live life that way mm-hmm. um, because I truly believe that, you know, the universe has our backs. The universe is here to show us pain, but also love. Like, there's balance to everything. So um, I'm excited for my future self. I'm excited to continue this work, but I'm also very, very mindful mm-hmm. of there's no timetable for this. There's mm-hmm. no real... All I have to do every day is the small steps to move in the right direction, mm-hmm. and eventually, like um, things will be okay. You know, because um, as hard as it is to make a mistake like that and to do something so hurtful and so, so do something so like egregious, it's equally important to recognize that you did it, acknowledge it, and move forward.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I have to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't have a choice. Like right? and and I and I feel like. <clears throat> it's so easy to just um, sit with this for so long. And the people that I've talked to that made a decision or like been involved with infidelity, um, that guilt is real mm-hmm. and it's really hard to get rid of. And it never leaves you. You never forget it, obviously. Yeah.
0: But if you're a good person, yeah, which you are, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm really accept. I'm really in the space of acceptance right now. Mm-hmm. And I mean I couldn't have I could not have had this conversation two, three months ago.
0: I yeah, for I sure. totally understand that.
1: I and there's no way. Yeah. Um because I've told this story enough times. I've told it to myself enough times. I've I've felt the reaction from it enough times to where um, you know, like my therapist says, like you you you've processed it, you've done the analytics, so it's moving forward, it's action, it's 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 doing the work to believe that this is past you. Mm-hmm. Because every time you try to bring it up, every time you have those negative thoughts, it's bringing it to the right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it happened, George. And at some point, you'll have the, this uh, thought to this time and be like, wow, that really did happen. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm not that person anymore. Yeah, And like, that's where I want to be. And that's the goal, period.
0: Well, I'm, I'm so deeply proud of you. One, for owning your story, for Thank owning you. your actions. I think that that speaks volumes. I feel badly of course, for both of you, because yeah. I'm still a lover girl and I want true love for everyone. And I think mm-hmm. being in love is one of the best feelings in the world. And I want everyone to experience that. Yeah. Um, And I am I can see the work that you're doing and I can tell that the actions that you're taking are making a difference to your future self mm-hmm. and you are so intentional with it. So keep it up. And that's exactly why we have this podcast because these are the yeah, real conversations real. that we're going to continue to have. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, I think your future self will thank you. I think you'll be able to listen back on this episode and be like, wow, yeah. you know, look how yeah. far I've come. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for the deep chat and, um, and yeah, yay for healing.
1: Yay for healing. What it, and, and, and also an acknowledgement that like the healing never stops. Right. Yeah. And, um,
0: and that's why you have to be so cognizant of, of who you let in your life yeah. because ultimately these decisions that we make to let people into our inner world can be detrimental. And that's not that's not trying to create fear. It is like let's be mindful yeah. both ways of how we affect others and how others affect us. So, for sure, for sure. Um, I got you.
1: I appreciate we you. We can do like this. You. And, and uh,
0: uh, thank you for listening.
1: Thank you all for <laughs> – for listening this was definitely obviously as you can imagine like it's very hard to talk about it still it's hard to talk about but hard in the sense that um it's something that is so like again there's shame with it mm-hmm. and there's negative feelings that come with it but it's possible to recover it's possible to move forward mm-hmm. and i think that's the biggest thing that i have to learn from this and i have to make sure that i'm Showing the right kind of example in that space, you know? Um,
0: And you never know what the future holds.
1: Who knows? Who knows? All
0: right, follow us on Instagram. We appreciate you.
1: Peace out, y'all.
0: Bye.